Welcome to the Influent Podcast, developing leadership, building success, and influencing society. For more resources, visit us online at influent.life. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Influent Live. Uh, this is our third session we're calling Rethink, which is about rethinking the kingdom. And uh, uh, Jim Mafuccio, my, my partner, um, and we were really on this journey of understanding what the kingdom is. And uh, Jim, why does this matter? Why does it matter? What is, you know, why do we have to talk about the kingdom? Yeah, that's a good, really good question. Uh, it's because it's what we're part of, first of all. And, uh, you know, the Father said it's his good pleasure. Jesus said it's his, the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. So, but why do we need to talk about it? Because we need to be doing what we're to be doing. And, and I think it's not, uh, you know, the phrase is used a lot, the kingdom of God in church. But I think but a, lot of, a lot of times I think that's people view people that don't. as like w when you die, where you go? You go into the kingdom or after right. this age, the kingdom comes. And the reality is there's a kingdom right now and there's a king now. And it really matters because we're going to be evaluated at the end of the day for how right. we bring and walk in the reign, the reign or the kingdom of God. Yeah. And it's just not, the messaging it, it, is it, not there. It's interesting how many, how much people talk about the kingdom in, in let's say church, right? Yeah. But how little I believe the kingdom message is actually understood. Right. The true message of the yeah. kingdom, yeah. which is his kingdom on earth. It's his right. kingdom. It's his kingdom coming to earth, his value system, his heart, his power being exercised on the right. planet, right? Yep. That's the kingdom of God. Yeah. It's it's the expression of God on the planet, and it's simply it's not understood. The the people of God are not empowered necessarily to do that or to right. know what it means or anything. So, so this is this is really what you know why I'm passionate about talking yeah. about the kingdom. Yep. Yeah, I think a big part of it also is you know as as Gentiles. You know, we don't think the same way that, that you know, the, the Hebrews, the Jews that were looking for, they were looking for a king to come to sit on the throne of David. The, right. So even kingdom speak meant something different to them than it does to a 21st century American, you know, part of a democracy or a democratic republic. We, 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 don't, we don't even understand really kingdom. So we've kind of, in the church, we've shrunk kingdom to thinking about things heavenly or things right. after spiritual right but the king the reality is is he's sitting on a throne ruling and ruling on earth his reign right. extends to earth and we're his basically the ones that receive that kingdom within us and that reign works in us and then through us and so we need to talk about we need to have models where, where people can understand what does that actually look like to reign in life what does it look like to reign on earth under the headship of jesus who is the ultimate ruler okay so how much more will we reign in life right right yeah. through him who loved us yes you know it says uh, in, in several places it says they will overcome with him will reign with him yep right yep. it says in luke 19 um he said to the to the ones who were given the minus yep as as a test yeah he and said that's a nobleman as, that went away to a faraway land to receive a kingdom so, so it, I mean, it's clearly talking about Jesus. Obviously. Know? Jesus received this kingdom. He received it back for man, as a man, because man was given the reign and the domain on earth from the beginning. 
Right. So when, so that you know, we have that picture of Jesus, you know, and, and we're given that heavenly scene in, in both Daniel chapter seven and Revelation chapter five. We're actually, we're actually giving a window into the, the, you know, the coronation ceremony, as it were, of Jesus coming on the clouds of heaven, coming up to the ancient of days, and to him was given dominion and a kingdom that will last forever and ever. Right. And then it turns around in the same in the same chapter in Daniel and says, and that that kingdom is given to the saints of the Most High to both to receive and possess that kingdom. Wait a second, <laughs> what? He gave it, and that makes sense, he us. gave it back to man. Yeah. Now he's ruling as, seated at the right hand as the head. Right. Through, But he's ruling through his body, which is his church, the ecclesia, those called out to rule on the earth. Yeah, and for I think most people, I mean, that's a major disconnect, right? It's like, yeah. wait a minute, yeah. how are we reigning? Well, we're we're reigning in some spiritual sense, but it really is to be the, the and that's true, but there are, the full expression is actually empowered to be overcoming and winning in life. Yeah, right, you yeah, know. So, so it's gotta start. Okay, so, yeah. so Matthew 25, Luke 19, Matthew 25, the parable of the talents, yep. and he said, he, he said the king went away for a, he said he told them a parable because they thought the kingdom would come like right. immediately, right. tangibly. And they, that meant the Messiah sitting on a throne in Jerusalem and ruling planet earth. Yeah. That's what a Jew, yeah. to, to a Jew, that's what the kingdom meant. Yep. And they, they thought it would happen immediately. And, and so, yeah. he, so he told them a parable because they thought that was gonna happen. Right. And, and he said the king went away to receive, to, he went away to, re, to receive a kingdom and then return, but he went away for a long time right. Right. and then to return. Right. And so it's talking obviously about Jesus yeah. going away to receive a kingdom and then return. And, and then he see, therefore he entrusted his servants with 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 his stuff. his talents yeah. or his minas and yeah. the resources and 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 then to return so clearly this is one of the most important parables these two parables in fact are the most important parables for this age i believe that yeah because yeah. he's actually talking about this age right. he's talking about the time between which he first came right. and yet to return that time which we are in now 2000 years right he talked about that time and he said what to do right and that time, I would add to that, that time that we're talking about here is the time of his reigning. A lot of, a lot of believers are looking for the time of his reigning to come, or we're still praying your kingdom come, and, and, and that is a good prayer. But the reality is, at, 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 a, at a huge level, his kingdom came. He came, he took that throne, he's seated right now, and, and Scripture says, at least in three different places, and he must reign until... His enemies are made a footstool for his feet. Psalm 110 says, sit here at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Acts 3 says, heaven must hold him until the restoration of all things. So we, as his planting, as his kingdom outpost on earth, are, are extending that reign. He's doing it through, right. he's not gonna do it apart from man. That's a, I think that's wow, a big part I of know. it. There's a lot of people praying and hoping for Jesus to come back and, can, and exercise his reign on earth. So we're still, we're, I think we're confusing thy kingdom come with that. Like when he comes to earth and sets up his kingdom, he has already come and set up his kingdom. Daniel says in the days of those kings, the Roman empire, in the days of those kings, he will set up a kingdom that, to which there will be no end. He, that's when he talks which about he did. It, being the stone that turns in, that, that grows and becomes okay. the mountain. So the, so. the, the stone, yeah. 
cut without hands. Right, Jesus. That it ba came. It, it, ba it came and it, it yeah. became a mountain and it's becoming the a whole, mountain. whole, whole yeah. earth. It, it's and, becoming that. Yeah. And so, so there is, there is. We are called to extend the reign of Christ. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. Okay, go back to those parables. He did it. They did it through business. Okay. And and, and I don't think everyone has to be a businessman, obviously. Right. But. But he's saying, get busy. He was get, relating to them. Get it looks like start this. cranking. Right. And, and faithfulness was not someone who just didn't fall away right. and didn't save the gold. In fact, the guy who buried the gold was unfaithful. Right. Wicked lazy, he was actually called. <laughs> Wicked <laughs> lazy. You don't want to be that that's guy. That's brutal. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, Jesus was not yeah. very politically correct. But, yeah. but the point is, faithfulness is taking what you've been given and freaking multiplying it. Right. It's taking right. it and, and maximizing everything you have been given on the planet. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and cranking. And this, we've got this idea, but we've, if we could just maintain something. Right. And that hold, is hold on absolutely to my, Hold on false. to my moral purity and, and hold, hold on, on to my moral and, purity, and, not not fall away. And just right. if I can just take what I've been and just hang on, you know. Right. And that is that is BS. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, the the uh, that 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 third servant that was called the wicked lazy servant. See, here's the thing: that person, we don't know about the sincerity of that person. What we what we're given insight into is their understanding of God and what God's what God expected of them and what they expected of God, their understanding was wrong. This is why it's so important that we understand the big story and the big picture that we're into. That's right. Because our behavior is driven by our belief system. Yeah. So if we believe that the kingdom of darkness is the one that's growing and that's going to win in this age, but yet we're supposed to be salt and light, we're supposed to be reigning on earth, it, it, it's of necessity that's going to shrink to me what I believe reigning and ruling looks like. It's going to make my world get really right. small. Like maybe if I can just stay out of I'm, sin. I'm going, to, I'm going to reign and rule in my living room. Yeah, you know? and, and, and here's and the, over here, my house, which is great, but right. and here's that the, is not the full extent. Here's the paradox of this. So if I don't have a vision to be out there in a sense, I mean, God's put this conquering, overcoming thing in us, okay? If I don't have that, that burning in me, that vision, because he wants us zealous for good works. But if I don't have that burning in me, then, then what does it say? Well, there is no vision or prophetic picture. You know, the people are unrestrained. So it's, it's the very thing that we've shrunk the, the kingdom model to, which is living good, godly lives. I would, I would say it's actually impossible to do that if you're not working towards a bigger vision. David, when kings so went true. in the spring, when kings went out to war, David stayed home. Back, yeah. Okay, what, arrange, rearranging furniture? Like, did his domain shrink? I'm like, oh, wow, she's yeah. pretty. I think I'll have her. And I think that there's a lot of boredom and there's a lot of yeah, dissipation. Yeah, exactly. Why are we sitting there playing defense? The best, the best defense is a good offense. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go score some points. Yeah. Let's put points up on the well, board. Well, the gates of hell. Again, again, it's like, what do we think of when we think of Perfect the gates example. of hell will not prevail? Gates don't. The gates come of hell will not you. prevail against the church. Like, how many, how many of us have been attacked by gates? Yeah. Gates yeah. are sitting there, basically They're defying us, saying, "I've got all of this." I've got right. these people in prison. I've got these governmental systems in prison. I've got these school. I've got all this stuff in prison in my domain of darkness. But Jesus came and he disarmed principalities. Jesus, Jesus is not Satan's no longer the ruler of this world and the god of this age. Jesus came and, and disarmed principalities and powers, made a public display of them, and said, in fact, it, it says in John, he says, now the right. god, the ruler of this world, is judged. Now, now yeah. this his, his reign's over, but he still has a domain. And, and Jesus said, the gates of his domain, darkness, those gates, They're not they won't prevail. prevail against us. But guess yeah. what? If we don't show up at the gates, 
That's right. If we're hanging back in our living room, like thinking that we're protecting ourselves from hell coming after us, hell's hell's having a coke, laughing at us. I mean, the gates yeah. are right there. Go pillage and the darkness. And, and here's 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 a disconnect from a lot of people. And this is we're talking uh, yesterday, and I said, what what flipped the switch in you? And and you said, you know, one of the biggest Jenga blocks that came out of my world, you know, my paradigm. Right. That was this you know, house of card paradigm that you had had was you didn't understand the history and, and getting, yeah. the, getting the history, when you understood the history that, wait a minute, it's been, and this was from my book, Kingdom Horizon was, right. was a lot of it, uh, yeah. you know, was actually seeing that the, it's, it's the data that's seeing the kingdom has been advancing. And, uh, you know, the, the one example, or there's many examples in there, but one is slavery, yeah. okay? Slavery was le fully legitimized for thousands of years, yeah. thousands, yeah. fully legitimized, yeah. practiced by every society, yeah. pretty much, and and it's been a completely eradicated. Yeah. It's illegal in every single nation in the earth. Now it's not obviously there's still some left to be eradicated, but it's illegal. Yeah. Okay. What the heck? Where's the devil? What, what the heaven happened? What exactly? <laughs> Come on, man. You know. Poor devil. Yeah. He, he lost a pretty major battle yeah. to reformers who brought the value system of heaven That's to it. the earth. It, the value system of God, it's better. Yeah. It works. It works. It's more attractive. Yeah. People naturally gravitate to his ways and his systems. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so and, this, and this is... And another real life example. What does that look like? Well, okay. Now, we know our nation's not perfect, but our nation was intentionally in a focused way founded upon principles that came from the Word of God, the governmental system. It actually works. Right. It's not perfect because there's people involved. But get this, we're having to have conversations on how to keep people out that, that want to come in and freeload. How many no. nations have a problem with trying to keep people out? Yeah. Why is that? Because there's something about, even in all of our mixture, there's something about the kingdom values, the basically the golden rule, that the the, the, the Torah word of God that's been inculcated into our very our very governmental system has produced a life that's actually, wow, I want to go pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I'm right. going to move into that nation, okay? We've got a lot of problems, but you know what? we got a foundation. And here's the thing. Men and women paid a dear price right. that had establishing a, a government based on God's word, had that on their heart and on their mind when they came over. Many of them lost their lives. Yeah. So we're not. There's not a lot of people willing to lose their yeah, lives. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I think uh, twelve percent of the world population lived in liberty. Twelve percent of the yeah. world population just uh, two hundred years ago. Today, it's fifty-two percent of the world population has 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 yeah. uh, lives in a free society. Wow, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and, and these listen, freedoms that the, we care. For. Secularism did not poverty. That. You you can exactly <laughs> here. And here's the thing: had Wilberforce and his and his group not not gone after this, you know, we might still have slavery. You Absolutely. Know? It's not, this is not automatic, yeah, right? It's, this, it's it requires automatic. the partnership of reformers. And furthermore, mm -hmm. God is not doing it apart from humans. That's right. And he's got all he, the he time could, in the world. He could. Yeah. He could snap his fingers. Yeah. He's not doing it. That's right. And he's got all the time in the world because he, he's not returning until... <laughs> until that we got to have that word you know because it's given the clock to us. isn't ticking is it, it it's given to no he's looking and he's looking at his i mean jesus said it it's like that the, the wheat the wheat and the tares you know until this is a fully mature wheat field with the tares that are just won't capitulate at the end of the day it's like okay now let's go remove the stumbling blocks from out of my kingdom because this world that the field was has become so 
full of and saturated with my kingdom. And, okay. and, then, and then comes so, the end. So we're called to reign on the earth. Your kingdom come, you know, how much more will we reign your, in life? Your kingdom come, uh, your will be done on, on earth. earth as it is in heaven. Earth right. is the focus. Right. We are here on earth. What for? Well, to bring his kingdom. There's many purposes, but that's, right. a, that's a big one. All right. So right. how do we reign? Right. How do we reign? That's interesting. So, so the, the, the way the kingdom, this is the, my little simple model for it, the way that the kingdom gets into the earth and then spreads on the earth is an individual, in an individual life, when, the, when an individual, John 3 says, is born again or born of the Spirit, you're born into this kingdom. Now the kingdom is within you. And even at that point, if there's not a yielding, I guess, let me answer the question first. The way it grows is there's a yielding to the king of whatever domain I have responsibility for. I can't make you yield to this other king and this other gospel that is the, the message of this kingdom and the ways of this kingdom, but I can. So I can say, when I receive Jesus as Savior, it's not just so I go to heaven when I die. I've just received a king, and that kingdom is now within me. And that kingdom wants to work, it, to, to work in will in me to work for his good pleasure, which is expanding his kingdom. So the first place is in my own life. My life needs to be leavened. And as I'm being leavened and transformed by the renewing of my mind. And what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so I used to do this, 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 and this with my life. Now there's somebody else in charge of my life. Think I'll surrender that area to my life. You mean your high school days did not reflect your life today? Yeah, and let's not talk about any investigations about 35 years ago because I tell you one pass thing I know for sure: I will not run for elected office. Okay, but praise God for the for the kingdom that came and grew in my life. And, right, and and so. Our, 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 we call it the process of sanctification as a process of continually okay, so, yielding so and obeying. So how do we reign? We first, it needs, the kingdom needs to take over this vessel, yeah. basically, and we learn to love him and practice right. our faith. And I, and I would, the only That's caveat what, I would add to that is, because we can fall into this thing of like, well, I'm still, I can't go out there and expect to have an impact because I'm still working with issues in my own life. Right. Well, get over it. You're going to be working with issues in your life until the very end of your life. Right. But as we're being transformed individually, that's going, that's to, a spill, great point. That's going to spill into our, our close relationships. Uh, you know, Isaiah 45 talked about King Cyrus, you know, who was a literal king, right. you know, prophesied some 200 years before he actually was born. That, and, king, and, king, yeah. and King Cyrus is called by name, and he literally is called my anointed, my Messiah, yeah. who was a heathen right. king. He wasn't right. even a Hebrew, right. you know, but obviously brought the kingdom of God in some serious ways. And so the Lord is making a point about about his value system, his kingdom. You know, it, it, even even with imperfect vessels, right. we can bring it. Now that's no excuse. Yeah, that's not that that doesn't get me off the hook for the for the domains or jurisdictions right. that I have to see that his kingdom increases. Because right. when well, I stand, right. yeah. But the church gets this, the whole, but, you uh, know, maybe. Hey, sanctification, all right, yeah. but, but come on, right. what so, else? So as I'm being, as, as the kingdom is, is leavening my individual life now, you know, my marriage should start right. looking different. But here's the thing, and this is what I think a point we want to make today is, this is not automatic. Nothing is automatic here. We receive, we, it's not even automatic that we receive the kingdom. We have to, we have to bow our will, we have to choose. But this, this, this yielding up, it's, it's, a, it's a violent act in a sense. I mean, it is a dying daily. I, I have to get off the throne of my life. And then I have to go into the spheres of influence that I'm called to. And I have to ask the Lord, like, Lord, how do we extend your domain in this business that we're in? 
so when I'm tempted to like really chew this person out and maybe fire them, right. okay, firing them may be the, the loving, the answer that they need, but it would, am I willing to pray? Am I willing to go to that higher court and say, I don't want to just operate out of my mind now. I want the reign of God to inf infiltrate the way I treat my employees, the way I treat my kids, the way I treat my wife. And so, right. so, this, so now we're talking about expanding out this leavening process out into the relationships around us, right? Right. So, so, but then those relationships are, we're all involved in various spheres of influence, okay? Right. So we have the seven mountain mandate that, you know, it's being talked about a lot around, you know, kingdom circles, church circles. Sure. So, so th in other words, this kingdom, this reign of God is so powerful and it's so all-inclusive that God doesn't just want individual human right. beings. God actually wants the planet restored. He wants the he wants right. justice systems. You know, the the he wants the this, the the broken things to be fixed and the, the 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 cities to be restored and reformed. Read the end of Isaiah sixty one, which again I believe is the greater works. The beginning of it is the works of Jesus. He came to preach the gospel, set the oppressed, set okay, the prisoners. Okay, what's the end of Isaiah sixty one? The end of Isaiah sixty one. So it talks about the, this this ministry to individuals that their works of Jesus. But then he says those people. He goes and they. Okay, Isaiah sixty one. He is he is. I've I've come to set the captives free, restore, preach good news to the poor, good news to the poor, oil of gladness for mourning, right? Spirit of praise for the garment of heaviness. All of those things. So it's it's basically to to come set the oppressed people free. Right. But then it goes on and says, and they, they, the ones that were set free, Ooh. they shall be called <laughs> the planting of the Lord, wow. the oaks of righteousness. Okay, great. And then they'll go to heaven when they die. No, they will rebuild the, br the broken become, cities. The, they the will restore. Of the breach. They'll yeah. restore the breach. So Jesus said, do the works I did. This, so this is our mandate as the church. This do the good. works I did, which is continue preaching the gospel. Continue to, to minister to the individuals, but don't just stop there. Yeah, the blind, taking care of the press, setting the captives. Right. Don't right. stop doing any of that. Yeah, do that. But then also restore the ancient cities. And, and here's rebuild the, thing. the ancient cities, and, restore and, and the ruins. This is the, something that just the light bulb went on a couple of years ago when, when I was meditating on this. And it's like, you know, Jesus said, the works I do, you will do. And then get this, and greater works after I go to the Father. He didn't say that. It is after, chronologically. He said, because I go to the Father. What? Because you leave, we're going to do greater works? Wow. What, is he getting it's in the it. way of us doing greater works? No, because he goes to the Father to receive that kingdom, to take that scroll, to receive... To defeat the enemy. Right, he did that. And it, sit okay. us in heavenly places and, with And him. because he's there, and because God has chosen from the beginning for the reign to be through man on earth, he goes, now because that transaction happened, what does it say? in Revelation 5, that he redeemed us. You know, they, Why was there so much crying in heaven, right? Because heaven knew man needs to get back in the plan. That scroll can't get opened up until man's back in their place of reigning. It's exactly what it says that Jesus, having, having redeemed us from every tongue, tribe, people, and he made us kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. That's the hallelujah, like, whoa, worthy <laughs> is the lamb. Man's back in the plan. <laughs> Not to die and go to heaven. Wow. Man's back in the plan to restore the broken cities, to, to restore the streets to dwell in, to basically bring the light and salt of the gospel and the kingdom of God and bring it in, go crash through those gates, first in my own life, bring light into the darkness. The stone cut without hands yes. became a mountain, filled the whole earth, and shattered all the other kingdoms. Right, right. I mean, when the Roman Empire, I mean, you know, again, we look at it through the eyes of history, and we look kind of with jaded eyes and say, 
wow, you know, Constantine, you know, he really messed up Christianity and brought in all this like institutionalized religion and this and that. Yeah, well, he, yeah, there's some baggage that came along with him. But look, if you were a Christian living the day before Constantine was converted, life, life was not good. Okay, there, there, you, the, the kingdom wasn't expanding much except within you and within your small group. But when Constantine was converted, by the way, look at that. In the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom. And it will come like that stone. And it'll crush. It'll, it'll, it'll strike that statue on the feet. Look what happened. The Roman Empire. Then it became like, by law, you had to be a Christian practically. Now, that's not the way. The Actually, that's, that's not true. Well, however all that worked. Again, uh, uh, but there, there you go. That's telling of the reality that we don't really know our history very we well. We don't. Not, not only in our nation, but, but just even well, He in, proclaimed tolerance. When he, when he, when he uh, okay. became a Christian, he okay. simply became no more persecution. Of, so we're harder on Constantine than, than we, we probably should be. The point, the point is this. God did a major thing because believer. Now, how did Constantine get converted? Was it a Damascus Road experience? I don't know. No. Probably some people. He, he observed the, li the life and the living of these Christians. I'm assuming. But however it happened... The leaven of the kingdom spread. God into yeah, he, this man. He had exposure to to a lot of a lot of Christians. He found himself in a battle, right? And basically prayed to Jesus, to God, if you're there if you're you go. God, then let me win the battle. You know, some of the What's, best some of the know. best prayers in Scripture are written by either. <laughs> Look at Nebuchadnezzar's prayer. Now I praise and exalt right. the Most High God. So so all uh, right. So so here's the here's the kingdom. First, it begins in us. Then it goes to our relationships, right. our, our families, our, our kids, people we work with. the people we, we work with. But then there's, there's the bigger picture of, of the spheres of life. Right. And, and the spheres of life have been dramatically shifted by Christians Absolutely. aligned with God. You know, uh, for example, uh, you know, Will, Wilberforce. Yep. For example, uh, uh, you know, uh, Florence Nightingale, yep. who pioneered you know, just health care. She was in the Civil War and just, you know, she was a believer, went there because of God to bring the heart of God to 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 people who are sick and ill, right? right? So, you know, and universities, uh, e economics, I mean, yeah. you know, all the universities yeah. were founded by believers. You look at Adam Smith in economics, you look at John Locke, right. who was basically, you know, developed this whole idea of, a, of free societies, you know, uh, uh, Hobbes, um, all these guys were—they're all believers yeah. who who viewed themselves as bringing the kingdom, and, and they let's, apparently let's, had a right picture of what their responsibility. And, and so, so we misunderstand the kingdom is not just when somebody gets saved. So here's here's the here's the traditional picture of the kingdom. It's like yes, get your life fixed. It's us. Yes, get your family fixed. That's good. And then go to the nations and preach the gospel of salvation, not the gospel right. of the kingdom. Right. The gospel of salvation. That's the kingdom. But but no, it, it yeah. is it is the rule. The kingdom of God is when his, it's, it, and even Jesus alluded to this. He says, go teaching them my ways, teach, teach them my commandments. What right. is he talking about? You know, he, he, his, it's the Husbands body. Husbands love your wives. Exactly. It's the body of teaching that he, he gave. And he says, he said, teach them to be followers, adherents of right. my ways. Right. My value system is what he literally said. Because as you do that, what will happen? Men will see your good works and glorify That's your it. Father in heaven. And, and so the kingdom comes. So, so the kingdom of God is not just when a person gives their life to the Lord, which it is, yeah. or when yeah. a person gets healed. Right. Okay, That's great. But it's also when his ways come yes. to the planet. Yeah. So 
greed greed is supplanted by generosity right. and also when the heart of god invades the planet so when when Florence nightingale goes and yeah. goes and is kind to people we have all these nonprofits are going in and taking care of you know homeless kids and and you know this is the kingdom of god and it's changing it actually shifts the planet Absolutely. to reflect god's heart and his ways and his power yeah. and that is our mission Yep, small in the small and in the large. You know, there's there's been issue. You know, we talked about the Constantine thing. What about uh, you know the fall of communism? I just I'm, I'm in the middle of a, a book. I, I listened to an audio book. It's actually called I think it's called a Pope and a President, or maybe the Pope and the President. And it talks about the, the Pope and and Ronald Reagan, and they're partnering together in in friendship and in prayer to to facilitate. See on Earth, this is stuff on Earth, but it's but it's a kingdom that's not of this world because it's rooted in heaven, but it's in this world. And that's the awesome thing. These two men, followers and lovers of Jesus, by the way, you know, partnered together, and, and they're, they're kind of responsible on the human level for the bringing down of, of communism. Okay. That's so, huge. I mean, by the way, let me just let me add this. So, so, again, how have we shrunk the gospel? Because we don't have a picture of really what our, what our, what our dignity and responsibility is of, of seeing the kingdom expand throughout the world in all the spheres. So we talk of, so we have we have scriptures like the weapons of our warfare are, are not carnal, but they're they're mighty in power, they're mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. Most believers that even understand that, that even could quote that scripture, think a stronghold is like this this addiction to nicotine that I have. Okay. And it maybe it is in your life. But you know, what if we started thinking of strongholds like, what about the stronghold of socialism? What about the stronghold of an ideology that keeps people trapped in dependency? Those are the things that, as we move right. into our spheres, we're going after, and we have the, the stronghold divinely, of poverty. Yeah, the we have the divinely of, powerful of, weapons, yeah. and they're not just you know praying in tongues over somebody in a healing line. Exactly, they're getting, they're doing the hard it's, work of studying, learning, learning geopolitics, learning economics, learning medicine, whatever your field is, and, and getting in there in God and God in you. Going yep. into that sphere and tearing down that stronghold. Yeah, perfect. Here's a perfect example tying it in. Okay, I, I named a bunch of historical reformers. One of the greatest reformers ever to walk the planet, in my, my opinion, is still alive today. And his name is John Maxwell. Yes. Okay, perfect number one example. leadership author in the planet. Okay, right. I mean, I've never gone to a CEO's office. They didn't have one of his books on yep. on their on their shelf. Ubiquitous. And he's a he's a pastor. He writes these these leadership books. And, and it's all about, it's all scriptural principles. Yeah, kingdom principles. And kingdom principles. So literally, it's now best practices in pretty much every business in the planet to, to value employees, to treat people with honor and dignity, servant leadership. Right. What? Where'd this come from? It's all God ideas packaged up. And, 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 and literally, the Bible is best practices in business right. today. I mean, this is nuts. What's happening? Yeah, you know, by, you by a guy who's who's simply doing this. He's do you, simply doing. Do you think that this. took some work, or do you think you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that guy. So I mean. <laughs> every every person who transforms their life and their relationships and begins to to impact their sphere is actually expanding the kingdom. Absolutely. It's yeah. not that hard to do, but it's not it's not automatic. And let's let's just let's just end with this with this point. So. So it is God wants to partnership, wants to partner with human beings. You know, I was thinking about this, you know, Moses is such a perfect example, right? So mm. Moses is, is, this is one of the funniest, one of my favorite verses, you know, he's, he's got, the, got the Pharaoh to agree to let the Israelites go. 
So they're leaving town, they're leaving Egypt, and they're up against the Red Sea. Meanwhile, Pharaoh changes his mind. He yep. gets pissed. He grabs his chariots and he's he's racing towards these unarmed, you know, pitchfork carrying farmers and slaves with his highly trained army with chariots, yeah. with, with chariots and and it's about to be a bloodbath. And so Moses is saying, God, <laughs> where are you? And here's the Lord's response. Why do you cry to me? Lift up your staff in your hand. and yeah. part the sea. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's saying you do it. He wants to partner with human beings. He's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. Yep. He wants us to exercise kingly authority and to go and rule and reign in life. And those so who do, so those who do, get what? They, they get promoted. They, into get, greater, they get promoted. And, and closer fellowship with him. Yeah. Enter into the joy of your master. Enter into the joy. He's, he, he, it is, the kingdom is reward-based. This, this is, is what a lot of the, lot yeah, of the church, yeah. we, it's, you know, we, under, we have a misunderstanding. Wait, we have a misunderstanding yes. of, of <laughs> grace. I am saved by grace and nothing else. Absolutely. Yeah. Salvation is absolutely free gift. I cannot earn it. But, but my standing before God in, in the reward system of God is unequal across across right. believers. Right. And, and this is through many parables, the parable of the talents, the parable of the minas. He said the one guy who was unfaithful, literally his, his reward was taken and given to right. the one who, was, who multiplied. So it is not equal. We, are, we must shine light. We must multiply what we've been given. You know, that we were talking about earlier today, Bob, the... Uh, you know, even even the, the mature bride, the picture of the mature bride that we're given in, in Revelation, you know, it's like it clothed with white linen, the wedding dress. What, what's the wedding dress? Yeah, let's put it. Yeah, there's all it's, this metaphor of wedding dress in the body of Christ. Right. But what is the wedding dress? The righteous acts of the saints. It's what right. they did. Right. It's it's look what they did. Look, right. I leavened. Look, I look what I did. I brought uh, a cure for cancer and people right. live longer. Let your light shine before men that they would see your good works. Your good works. Not your theology. Your theology is seen because yeah. really what we live out yeah. is our the, yeah. you know, is an so expression. So salvation is by grace, but we, we must take what we have been given and multiply it and build, and it's our responsibility. Works we have been given the, the kingdom to, be to bring the kingdom. Yep. This, is, this is so good. All right, buddy. This is so good. What are we going to rethink next time? Next time, I think we will talk about um, how how do we reign? I mean, let's get more. Specific. How are we equipped to reign? How are we equipped to reign? Yeah. So so we're we're how we're, do we actually start reigning? <laughs> you, you reminded me when uh, the picture of Moses standing there at the Red Sea, because there's a lot of pictures where you know we're looking for God to do something that He's turning around and saying, "I want you to do it." I mean, it's not this isn't like a mad dad like you do it. I don't feel it's like I I take joy I in know. watching. Under my authority, my people in covenant with me take dominion. Doing, doing what I okay. doing what I'm so, helping them so do. So even yeah. when the when disciples, I'm training them to do. Yeah, when the disciples are on the boat with Jesus, you know, uh, and they, you know they're freaking out in the storm, and they wake him up. See, we would think really, That's totally right. We, we would actually think, wow, that that was that actually expressed faith because they called on God in the flesh. They called on Jesus to do. They believed Jesus could actually calm the storm. Jesus turns around and says, "You have little faith." I mean, we would think he'd say, what do you mean? We did the right thing. We, we, we called on God and you, you stopped. He goes, yeah, but I, I think, he doesn't come out and say this, but I think what he was really getting at is, you guys don't really get who you are yet. You can yeah. stop that storm. You yeah. can speak. You could, you could stretch forth that rod and part that sea. You could go in and change that nation. You could change 
the inner city housing problem. You could, we yeah. got to get off of this short-term, exactly. shrunken picture of who we are yeah. and what we're to be doing yeah, on if, this earth. If he's given us the Holy Spirit, given us all things bring to life and godliness, called us to rule and reign, told us to be kings and reign on the all earth. All authority on, then, in heaven and earth is mine, now you go. It's therefore. like he's taught us how to, how to hit the baseball. And we're saying, you Lord, you hit the ball, you hit the ball. He said, no, yeah. you hit the ball, yeah. right? I'm, I'm dad, I'm teaching my kids to play ball. You know, yeah. no, I want to no, sit no. up with the stands yeah, and, and I, I, celebrate. Hey, I've hit my ball, you hit your ball, yeah. you know, so anyhow. No, we awesome. want to take our ball and go home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So we're going to rethink the kingdom next time. How, are we, how do we actually learn and how are we equipped to rule and reign in our sphere? Sounds All right. Good. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week. Jim is awesome, buddy. Boom. Love you, man. All right.